Okay. What is up, Chris? What is going on, man? Um, welcome to the PP Show. Yes. PP Show stands for the Pace Pedamonte Show. I can at least pronounce it correctly. Pedamonte. Shit. I was really honestly. Now, um, you're probably wondering, like, why the, f- you know, this is like my third time re- re- uh, resurrecting the podcast. But look at this background. If you're watching the video, look at this background. I just feel that, you know, I, I, this is not advice to entrepreneurs. If anything, I would suggest the opposite of this. But I wasn't like I just needed a little bit more production value before I really went all in on a podcast. And, you know, this is anything, you know, perfect. But if you follow us on Instagram, we uh, bought a shed, an outdoor shed. We're in the gym right now, but we are in this wooden shed that we had turned into a podcast room. And it gave me it gave me enough time to be clear about what I wanted this podcast to be about as well. And I don't think it's going to be a certain niche. I, obviously, you know, who are me and Chris? We're trainers, entrepreneurs, gym owners, um, train athletes. Like, that's what we do. But as you all know, everyone has a large extension beyond just their career. And me and Chris, we've had so many conversations in the gym that if they were recorded, I think it would be very spiritual for some people. I think some people would have third eyes. And third eye, that's another topic. Yeah. But guys, there's been a lot going on since the last podcast. I think we're going to kind of use this episode. And and we plan on having guests every podcast. We have so many exciting guests, so many ideas, and... We're, we're going all in this. You know, we spent the money to have the production value. It's fucking time. But anyways, we have some topics we want to go over, kind of catch you all up. There's been some great memories recently. Yeah. Uh, I think the most important, because it's still fresh on our minds, uh, on our hearts, on our souls, is I, I guess we shouldn't assume that everybody saw it, but... It had to do with uh, Austin's bachelor weekend. I mean, that could be a podcast in and of itself. Last weekend. Yeah. At my bachelor party. We went to Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm, get, I'm getting married in, like, 12, 10 days, 7 days, 8 days, 9 days. Wow. That could be a podcast in itself. But, yeah, we went to Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Chris and Drew put on and planned my bachelor party. And it was, I mean, if you saw the stories, it was nuts. Dude, the one thing about Scottsdale, I guess I knew it was going to be really nice, you know, obviously. But, like, I didn't expect the population in the nightlife. Oh, like, yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be like that at all. That was the, It's and, next level, man. And, like, if you haven't been to Arizona, dude, my lips, this is the first day my lips aren't chapped. I, I never get chapped lips. Not during the coldest winters here in Missouri. But the heat there is so hard to explain, like... Someone said this the other day. They explained it perfectly. It's it's like a blow dryer. Like it could be yeah. it could be ninety degrees there, and to here that feels like 70, 75 degrees. There's no humidity, but man, my my lips were chapped. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, I actually you know I embraced the chapped lips, lips experience. Um, but man, it was such a good trip. Were because your cheeks chapped, dude? I w- we had one person on the, tri- on the trip. I won't mention names that had to go get some gold bond. 
He's oh. all chapped up in his cheeks. Gooch chafe is a gooch chafe <laughs> might <laughs> yeah. be one of the worst things. That could be. Yeah. Have you have you yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah, it's not awful. cheeks gooch. No, I know it's awful. Yeah, I mean because there's no moisture. Like you don't even sweat and it's hot. So. Right. Right. Um, you're not going to get that, uh, you know, thigh glide that we all strive to get when we're walking. Yes. But, um, dude, there's so many things about this trip. Before we really tell you about the crazy stuff, I, I really want to talk about it. One, because it was awesome. It was just fun time. But two, dude, I don't know if, if you've ever experienced this or if anyone listening has ever experienced this. But, you know, it, it has nothing to do with the alcohol consumed or the marijuana that was ate. It has nothing to do with that. It, it's just the fact that I had a lot of just, like, spiritual moments i know you're big on you know spiritual experience oh yeah and and i think people hear that and they think oh these guys are hippies these guys are taking psychedelics no i've actually never taken a psychedelic but it's just it's just an experience of like things feel like they're clicking it makes you very self-aware self-conscious and it makes you have a lot of gratitude and just overall like confidence and happiness and i like i felt that to the t and it lasted even beyond oh yeah Call from wifey. Oh, yeah. On the mic? Put it? No. Don't do, no, <laughs> don't do that. No, we're fine. We're fine. Okay. But um, it was just a great experience for the tea because, like, I, as busy as we've been um, at the gym and all the things that we had to do, knowing that this wedding's coming up, for me personally, I, I have not been able to take a step back and, like, be self aware at all. And it, it started affecting my mental health. And, you know, when you're on vacation, at least me, I, I'm pretty, it's pretty easy for me to set everything aside and, uh, just be able to relax and not to think about anything. And I was so present more than any other vacation ever. Yeah. You have this group of friends, like the, everyone I would want to be there except for soul. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it was, a, it was just an amazing time and you're not going to get a group like that together unless it's an occasion like this. But, uh, I mean, first things first, like we're talking about a trainer at our gym, TJ, um, guys go follow him on Instagram at organic fitness training, but like our first weird moment that we had, and this was one of the weirder ones. He lives in Missouri and Lisa, Missouri. We were talking about TJ, how much like we think we see him a part of our future, how much we want him a part of our future as we expand with amp. And we see him like really taking turns in his career and he's just absolutely killing it, you know, posting content really consistently for the first time ever. And it's like, you know, we were just vibing, talking about TJ, creating good, positive, futuristic vibes. And we get out of the car to go to the airport and we see and run in, we run into TJ's dad. Like how, I don't think, like at an airport, they live in Missouri. We ran yeah. into his dad, and it was just really weird. That was how we started the weekend off. Um, you know, it was just one of those weird moments, but that was happening all weekend. It was. It was for sure. I mean, as far as the timeline, I mean, yeah, there's so much that happened this weekend. I mean, there was. We, yeah. we could dive into straight uh, the story of Flip the Stimmy. Yeah, I mean, I think that has to be addressed. We can't let that go to another podcast, could we? No, you can't. So if you did follow us, hashtag Flip the Stimmy was at least something we had trending in the Lee Summit middle school and high school uh, demographic. But um, basically, my mom texted me uh, right before I left on my flight to Arizona, and she just sent me a picture. Picture She said, look what you got in. And it was killing me because I, the picture wouldn't loaded, load because we were like still too far away from the airport on the plane. Right. So I, did, I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, and then, you know, we were in such a rush to our next flight that I almost forgot about it. So when we were on our connecting flight to Arizona, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to see what my mom said. She sent me a picture. I got my freaking stimulus check. I wasn't supposed to get it. My accountant told me I wasn't going to get it. I hadn't got any of them before. 
and I just didn't expect to get it. So that was like, hey, here's fourteen hundred bucks. You're about to go on your bachelor party. What are you gonna do with it? It only like it just felt right. Yeah. To go straight to the goddamn casino and put it all on route <laughs> it on did, red. It did feel right. And like it my did. my mind was made. I was gonna do nothing else but put that fourteen hundred dollars on red. I'm not a big gambler. I have fun gambling until I lose because I'm not good at it. But uh, we yeah. So we decided to go to the casino. Um, this was the last night too. So, you know, imagine that we were just fucking partying our asses off all weekend. Right. Um, and then just the, the peak, the climax, the orgasm was us all going to the casino at night. We're drunk. We're sauced. You know, we were feeling amazing. I mean, I was so confident. And the thing was, I had some of my friends telling me not to go. Don't do it. They don't want to go. Right. And like, I had so like, I saw exactly what was going to happen. I was going to walk in there. I was going to make this bet on red, on roulette. I was going to win. And we're going to fucking cash out, get the fuck out of there, go downtown and party. So I already saw that in my head. We get to the casino. um, You know, we're kind of looking around, really digesting the environment. And uh, we were looking around for roulette tables. We can't find one single roulette table. Um, And obviously, at least for me, I want to throw it on a roulette table because it's going to be like a 50-50 situation. There's no luck involved. So come to find out, we can't find any roulette tables. We're thinking about going to another casino. So before we call other casinos, we just Google it. We found out that Russian roulette, Russian roulette, that's the one where you fucking kill yourself. <laughs> Not Russian roulette. I think it's uh, just roulette. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just yeah. roulette. We found out that roulette. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a gambler. I'm a novice. Uh, <laughs> roulette and craps are illegal in Arizona, so yeah. you know that's the only point in time when I got the information. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do this, but I was like, you know what? Ugh, all my friends are here. Some of them didn't want to come. We have to do it. I don't give a fuck about this fourteen hundred bucks. Like, I didn't expect to get it. <laughs> right. Although I wanted it, you know, whatever. Right. So we decided to do blackjack. Wasn't super happy about it. Luckily, like you know how to play blackjack pretty well, and um, you know there's a, there's some skill involved. So, you know we were warming up with 50 bucks. I actually, was up like 180, and it was like, okay, it's time. We don't want to be here all night. We came here for a mission. So the maximum bet on most of the blackjack tables were like 600 bucks, and I wanted to do 1400 in one hand. So uh, I go get my stimulus check out of the ATM. Had to pay a three dollar fee extremely pesk. Um, I was probably more mad about that than I would have been mad if things went south the rest of the night. But anyway, so I grab the $1,400 cash. It's all on Instagram being posted every fucking moment of this. It's awesome. Um, So we have to go to the high rollers section, which the maximum bet there is like two grand or something. So, you know, we, we step in there. Imagine a group of guys my age, plus, you know, Chris and Josh um, and, and Doc, and we're just arrogantly jack acidly sauced to the T um, and we just walk into this room full of people with quadruple the times of money than us besides Drew Locke but um, <laughs> and yeah it was just weird to be in there but honestly man I was fired up my friend Dalton who was the most drunk like he, I mean you look at him and like you know we're not fucking causing mayhem we're just sauce we're having fun we're laughing we're kind of loud and uh, we're like you have to watch the video. Maybe I'll put it up on the video. But we asked him to pick the table because he was just the most in the zone. And he's looking around in this video. You know, he, you can tell that he's just dialed. He's looking around. He's so thoughtful of it. And he just told me to go to the table to the right. So we go to the table to the right. We had to wait for one guy to finish his hand. He finished because he knew what we were doing. A lot of people in there knew what we were doing because we were talking about it so loud. And Chris had a camera in my face. Uh, so 
we do uh, the guy sits up from the table we sit down throw the cash got my chips threw it all on one hand you you might be better at explaining like the card situation in the first because like so it pushed the first one pushed yeah you how just, rare is that like oh that's not that rare um, like was I sp- I don't just, remember what I had well you had the dealer was showing either a face card or a ten yeah and you had eighteen so that's a really some people actually hit that. Um, I don't even remember what I did. Uh, did I have a total of three cards? So I hit once, or did I no, not? No, no, that was what you were. Uh, no, yeah, you hit one. Uh, no, that was your. That was your two. That was your two cards you were dealt. Oh, okay. And then um, I think you were dealt a ten and eight, and then he had. They weren't showing a face card, so I think he was showing a ten. Yeah. And then, um, you know, people say, "Well, you have to assume." He has 21. But then other people say, no, the odds are going to say that he's going to bust. Because the odds that he has 21 is only maybe, you know, I don't know, 50%. I know most of the odds pretty well, but I don't know that one. So, yeah, that was, like, the best decision to make. I mean, Yeah, just to stay. Decision. Yeah, you. I mean, if you're a good poker player, I'll bet 90% of them stay on 18 when the dealer's showing. Well, I had 18. I thought I had 16. No. Okay. When well, yeah, they're showing a face card, but some of them will take one. Some of them will take one because they go. He, actually, he had a face card. That's what it was. Yeah, that's why it was bothersome. Yeah. Right? It was. Yeah, it was bothersome. So I pushed that hand. Everyone's telling me to pull it and out. It seemed like a win because when the dealer's showing a face card like that, you think you're going to lose the hand. Yeah. Especially if you have 18, so you're expecting to lose. So in my mind, it was a win because it was a push. I was like, "Oh, push, perfect." Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, I, I you were yeah. super excited about it. It confused me. I thought maybe I won or something. No, no, no. But um, and then after that, I guess do people typically pull their bet out after a card push? After you push? No, not always. No, yeah. it wasn't so much that. I mean, I was heavily encouraged. It was just that it was just that you said you were only going to play one hand, mm. and you'd already played one hand. That was what made it. Oh, the tough decision. Yeah. Yeah, gosh. So, well, I decided not to. I kept it in there, and I, how would you say it? I hit a blackjack. Yeah, you just got Delta Blackjack. Yeah, I got Delta Blackjack, blackjack which is 120% return on your investment, on your risk, I would say. It's supposed to be 150. Oh, was it 150? Yeah. That makes, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Because I had way more hundreds than I thought. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. So, you <laughs> know, funny. I'm walking out of there with, like, <laughs> Over three thousand dollars cash, which is the you would have because you bet a thousand, right? You didn't bet the full stimmy. F- no, not the full stimmy. Yeah, so, so you'd have gotten fifteen hundred back. Okay, and then because I was up, also, yeah, I walked out with just about three thousand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you had fourteen hundred to begin with. You didn't bet all that. Cause right. Your stimmy was fourteen hundred. Right. Yes. Right. So we won. We we won at least a thousand bucks, and I I just it felt good. like we left right after that, and immediately like I'm actually going to be serious for a second. Immediately. It wasn't the money had. I wasn't gonna be upset if I lost because I was happy to just like have some type of adrenaline spike yeah, for all yeah. of us to witness. Yeah. But you know when we left there, I just like I saw it happening in a weird way. Like you guys are gonna think I sound psychotic right now, all hippie shit. But like I, I'm just telling the truth. I like saw it happening. Psychotic's not the right word. They're not gonna think you're psychotic. Yeah. Like this guy's psycho. He no. sounds like he's fucking. No, psycho's like you're gonna kill somebody. Oh well, what did I mean to say? Uh, just I don't know, a little off. He, Not he, psychotic. You have to at least throw me a lateral, like you know, synonym. Because uh, I'm pretty good at English. Going to so think that you're. I'll fuck you up. Uh, Shout out to Miss Allison. You could help us out here, Salt. So like, you know, a hippie out there, spiritual, 
Um, just kind of like a, yeah, what would you a, call Aloof maybe might be the word to say. I don't know. But not be, psychotic. Psychotic is I'm going to go kill somebody basically most of the time. Well, maybe I looked like that in the videos. No, but we're talking about. No, I know. <laughs> What's that? I did look like yeah, Oh, I know. That was oh, yeah, because I was feeling the, that's it, yes, the S-curve. The universe. So I felt so good, and all I wanted to do was just, like, think of a way to – and Chris felt the same way. He was encouraging it, but, like, to just give back. Oh, I was definitely encouraging it. Yeah, so – Oh, I thought you meant this. Well, he was encouraging that, too, and I, I – But to give back, like, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. So, I yeah, and I was talking about donating the winnings to charity or something, but then Kyler, my buddy, had a really great idea. He's like, yeah. why don't you give away, like, a scholarship? So um, I was all for it. You know, yeah. I've, I've seen other, like, fitness, sports performance facilities do it, so uh, we are going to give away. And actually, I haven't even consulted this with you, mm-hmm. but I kind of made a decision about – I, so what I want to do mm-hmm. is give away one scholarship, mm-hmm. okay? And I want to give that $500. I want to give a $500 scholarship mm-hmm. to Gavin. Mm-hmm. I want to give it to Gavin. Um, G-Spot. G-Spot. And if you don't know Gavin, I he's how long have you worked with him? Three this is the four, first time three anyone knows years. who three or four years. Three or four years. Three or four years. So, yeah. I mean, God, he's such a great kid. I freaking love Gavin. Kid. Yeah. And uh, he's a golfer. Hadn't really had much experience with really any other sport, to my knowledge. And, uh, yeah, probably not. You know, he's a great – got a great golf swing. And so he joined me and, you know, my football players, basketball. He just hop in whenever. He's so dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. And he pays, pays for his own training in high school. I mean, this, yeah. he's so, so – will show up to anything, do anything you ask. And, and he's know, just he's, a good kid. He's just a good kid. And he yeah. works his ass off. And he does. Seeing his improvement just is a reminder that if you put in the work – no matter where you are in life, you're going to see upside. You're going to see gain, and yeah. there's no one. There's no one more I want to give it to than Gavin. So yeah, I'll be I'm, super yeah. happy to either show him this video, he'll see it, or we'll just tell him in person. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other part you said? The other 500. I'm going to add another 500 on it, and we're just going to sponsor Lee Summit High School's football team, thousand dollar sponsorship. Oh, um, nice. And you know, I, I. That's a good idea. They, yeah, it, yeah, I know. Kelly brought it up to me, and uh, I wanted to do it last year, but I it didn't really make sense for me to do it because. I didn't right. have like a physical location, right? But you get a lot of cool stuff with it, banner and stuff, and that's where I went to high school. Yeah, so Drew Locke, you know. Yeah, Drew Drew Locke went there, and I think that's just the right move. And so I don't have any. Uh, I don't really have any ties to my high school because it was so freaking long ago that. Yeah, you, know, you, you graduated what, like seventy <laughs> four? Yeah, yeah, uh, sixty sixty four. Yeah, sixty four. Yeah, wow, yeah. wait, really? <laughs> you were born what year? 96. Yeah, so I graduated two years after you were born. Wow. Wow. I know. Well, well, a boomer can be a topic of its own for a full podcast. It could. Um, generations. And so, just, just to make clear, though, I'm not even close to being a boomer. Like, your parents are boomers. So do you think I'm a millennial? My parents are boomers. Do you think I'm a millennial? You are a millennial. I'm not. I thought we were millennials this whole time. I think I'm a Gen Xer, I think. I think we're Gen Y. Hey, dude, I, I I would bet a STEMI that we weren't. You'd bet a STEMI? I, Another one? Kids under yeah. us are the fucking, what, Gen Zs? I'm 24 years old. I'm pretty sure, because I thought I was a millennial, and then I looked it up one day and found out I wasn't. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like I was right in the transition from a Gen Xer to a millennial, so some people actually call me a Zillennial Zil- or something. I don't know. I mean... The funniest thing about generation, gosh, I, I, 
kind of want to dissect this a little bit. You've kind of broke the uh, barrier. End of a millennial. So I'm not a millennial. Oh, fuck. Good thing no one bet me. Good thing. Oh, shit. Well, I was very end. I'm a Sagittarius, which, you know, is being as much into the spirit and, like, you know, universe, you never talked about what are those called? Sagittarius, all that shit. What's that called? Oh, uh, astrology. Astrology. Yeah, I've never really followed that very closely. I mean, I isn't I, that tied into? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, should I start? Yeah. Should I download a fucking app? And read about myself every day? I don't know. I just haven't. I don't know enough about that, like your horoscopes and all that stuff. Okay, well, you know that's a good. That's why. That's why I like you, and that's why I listen to you, because you learn about something before you actually like feel comfortable enough to talk about. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I won't. I, I hope I, you I, won't yeah. do that. Yeah, that's true. That's like a true. lot of people will read some once and just make their assumption and think oh, they and, know. And all of a sudden they're an expert. Yeah. Yeah. And same with me. Like I, I feel like I talk about a lot of things and confidently, different topics, and it may come off like I seem like I'm a know-it-all or how's this guy know all the shit? Is he? But like, I like to learn one and things yeah, I'm interested do. in, and two, like I feel like we both have that integrity that like I'm not going to say something unless I don't believe it but I'm also not scared and I will say that I could possibly change my mind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, and that's one that's one thing I've always liked about you is that you you don't you don't pretend to know it all and then you can always have an open enough mind that if you're presented new information, you know, you're you're willing to adapt to that. Dude, and when you think that way and you just become that way, you're gosh, you're your growth, self-growth yeah. becomes exponential. Yeah, I feel so far, so sorry for closed-minded people. I mean, in, it's got to be miserable. But in a lot of that, like, to get out of that becomes to, comes down to, like, learning how to be self-aware, I feel like, and being yeah. okay. Like, and it, it all yeah. comes down to, like, that was what I was experiencing this weekend. Because when I came back, I just felt like for the first time ever, you know, I go through phases of this, but, like, most peak ever of like this is exactly where i'm supposed to be i was present yeah. I, I saw the future clearly yeah. and i was excited to get back your level of consciousness was way way higher than yeah. normal dude i i would yeah. i experienced shit to the point that like i started looking stuff up like yeah why am i experiencing this like and the th- third eye is like what is your consciousness yeah that's just it's like your pineal gland yeah that sounds so hippie but like is it pineal gland yeah it's your pineal gland i think so i think and, so dude i mean i was having like these weird headaches and shit and like yeah. for weeks before i had this great experience mm-hmm. and uh i don't know man i i started like what is that called like where you look shit up and it almost like causes fear because like you're always looking shit up you're uh hmm. you're something you know you're you do that like if yeah. you think something a little wrongs with you'll think of the craziest worst thing possible yeah i mean but that's what i was Hopefully doing i don't so do like, that too much longer you don't do that too much longer um and that's why delta eights helped us a lot yeah i mean yeah. if you saw the, the podcast cover there's a delta eight seltzer yeah and for me like uh with delta eight i would say it's there's a lot of factors in me going off of anti-anxiety medication, which I've been on it for 20-plus years, I think. But I would put that up there in the top Yeah, we need to tell five. them what Delta 8 is. I think oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you... I, I'll explain it as best yeah, I the can. Best I, the best I tell people is it's, it's just a, it's a strong version of CBD. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's a, like the way, I, the way I found out about it was my buddy Nick Cerise. His brother owns a CBD store in Des Moines. Yeah. And I remember he was getting in that the business. The S in Des Moines, yeah. by the way. Fuck. It's okay. It's okay. 
anyways, I uh, he, he opened it and de- de- otherwise you should have said Des Moines. Is that true? No, I didn't say Des Moines. Well, you no. said Des Moines. But, but if the S wasn't silent on Moines, then it would wouldn't be silent on De. De. I've never been there, so I can't really say it right until, I, until I, you know, visit. <laughs> That's another thing. You you were saying. You ever been to Des Moines? Have you? I mean, I feel like you. Everybody's been to Des Moines just because the minute you head north to go somewhere like Minnesota, Canada, you don't you pretty much go through Des Moines. Does driving like through it count? Yeah, that, I've never been there other than just driving through it. I thought you have a travel house there. Des Moines? <laughs> no. No. Anyways, Moines. my fucking buddy has a – his brother has a uh, CBD shop out there. And this was probably like a year – over a year ago. And he came to me. He's like, bro, there's this new THC called Delta 8. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to read about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, without – I'm not a fucking expert, but – there's Delta 9 THC. That's the THC that makes you high. That's right. what shows up on a drug test. Delta 8 is a very similar, you know, chemistry-looking thingy. Yeah. And uh, the difference is it, it's supposed to not affect with your receptors that can induce, like, anxiety and panic attacks. And yeah. that's, like, the biggest reason a lot of people won't or don't like using marijuana. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounded, like, too good to be true because honestly that's why i don't yeah. really like smoking marijuana that much either especially like you know it, it's just a bad experience for me more times than not sometimes i've had a good experience right i just get anxious and i think i'm prone to that so i tried this delta eight i can't remember it was a gummy maybe the first one i tried or uh, you know like a cartridge and uh i think it was a cartridge yeah no it was yeah. it was a cartridge and dude the best way i can describe it is everyone's tried cbd and you have this expectation that probably wasn't met because yeah. you're thinking, oh, it's going to be like a toned-down version of weed that doesn't really create these psychoactive, you know, anxious effects. CBD didn't do that for me. Um, right. Maybe it didn't take it long enough. But Delta 8 was immediate effect, and it was that, like, happy medium between both. It was functional. It was, like, m- allowed me to relax. It actually reduced my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think just kind of made me more conscious, more aware. So yeah. Um, it helps with it for sure. And now no it's question. blowing up. I guarantee. Is it blowing up? Yes. Okay. I mean, I was like, man, I didn't really know if it was blowing up or not, but I was like, gosh, people need to know about this. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, because it, medicinally, it's got so many benefits. And you know, it's going to really blow up the fact that like Colorado has it illegal, but yet you can go buy regular right. weed. It was illegal in Arizona too. It was illegal and, in and Arizona. Weed's legal now, in but Arizona. weed like THC nine so is legal. Um, dude, but yeah, we've we've been open about using it because. Well, one, I don't want to... When, when was the first time that you started talking about this? Do you remember what time frame that was? Like, I've, I've even lost track of when that was. To you? Yeah. Uh, it would have been... I live back home, so it would have been probably October-ish. Okay, yeah. October. Yeah, and I remember the first couple times I did it. Maybe it wasn't as good, but I was also, you know, at a completely different place in my life. Uh, I, didn't, I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. I think, like, once... I don't know. I don't know if it's just that I've been doing it more and I've gotten used to it and I'm not scared of it anymore because I did have one bad experience one day with it. But uh, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting more used to it, but it seems way, way better yeah, than I mean, when I first started doing it. I feel like it's the same with you because when you first started doing it, you were kind of like, ah, 
Yeah. You weren't just you weren't just blown away immediately. I remember that. I wasn't really doing it though for it, like the benefits, like using it like you would like you know a medication. Oh, I you were just trying to get high. Yeah, I was just trying to see like, oh, okay. this is this is like you know yeah. a recreational use only. I'm going right. to see what it feels like. And I liked it, but then yeah. like when we started kind of thinking from a different perspective, like obviously there's benefits to this. Like, what's the minimum effective dose that can really like make me a better yes. version of myself? Yes, that was when yeah, that was when it probably turned for me too because I didn't know how much of it to do when when we were first doing it. Right. You know, you don't. I don't know. You never know. really know. Yeah, you never really know. And I thought, okay, well if this is like CBD, I'm gonna have to do quite a bit to even feel anything. Mm-hmm. So then I think that was that maybe second or third time I did it. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to do a lot to feel anything because this is only like CBD, and I freaking did a ton. And then was like on the ten golf minutes course. later, no, no, I was at work. No, I was at think work. about before that. The first time I was on the golf course. Oh, that I actually did it. Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. guy came up to you yeah. in the cart, and you. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That was the first time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't the and best. I was par- Yeah, I was paranoid as hell that day. <laughs> But I didn't know how big of a rip to take off this thing. The guy came I up took to one. Yeah, this, yeah. Guy, this is really weird, though. This yeah. never happens. Like, the guy was on the green, and we were on the fairway waiting to hit, and he, like— He walked back walked. to show me where my ball was. Like, yeah. I knew where my ball was, but for some reason, this guy's walking back from the green. Oh, it's right there. It's right there. He's pointing to it, and he keeps walking closer, closer, and, closer, and, closer. And I'm like, why is this guy walking close to me? What, What's going on? And then, then I started getting in my head. Yeah, you asked me. You were like, do you yeah. think he can tell? I'm like, dude, I was like, I was yeah. like no, not at all. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I would have thought that was weird, even not being on anything. No, so yeah. that's I think why, and I did I just didn't know the psychoactive effects of Cause, it. Yet. Yeah, because there are some. It's not like they're not, yeah, yeah. But it's so subtle. It's just yeah. like a, a. And once you get used to it, it's like you don't even notice it. Yeah, you you yeah. expect it, like you kind yeah. of expect it. But but like, I'm sure this is how it is for most people with marijuana as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably the same kind of thing. Thank you. But but like the fact that you know. You're maybe able to replace medication on it, which I, I'm, one yeah, of these I'm podcasts so we're going to talk about the golf story. Yeah, I, it's I yeah. want to really dive deep into that, but like you know, anxiety has been a huge you know damper to your quality of life. Yeah, for a long time, as twenty plus tons years. of people. Yeah, and the and fact being that on meds was made me a zombie. I didn't even realize how much of a zombie I was until recently, as of recent. Yeah, what do you mean by what do you mean? So you know the way that it's. The way that it's made, the chemical compound behind it or whatever, it blocks certain receptors um, and bonds to others is the way I understand it. And uh, the ones that it blocks, I mean, I think are a lot of your, a lot of ones that contribute to, you know, just emotions and, and just different stuff in your life that I just didn't experience for 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Delta Eight. And we, I think our goal is to get branded one day or get some that type would of be brand cool. deal. That'd be that'd awesome. Be, yeah, that'd Try be really promote cool. Promote the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's look at this white sheet here, Christopher. Yeah. So hey, I, as we get to go, as we get going here, like the family dynamics going to be huge. I just had twins, by the way, or my wife did. Um, so this is, <laughs> she'll probably be mad that I'm letting people in on this, but I think it's. I think people will think this is clever because like. You're getting married, so you'll be able to talk about this and just yeah. all the little dynamics. And, and we'll give you tips because I've been married twice. He's been with his fiance since they were what? Uh, 13. So we both have a really interesting perspective on relationships. So, all right. So I said the podcast was going to start at 5, right? Yeah. And you had you didn't realize you had to do the class. So we didn't actually get started until 5.30. Yeah. But 
she said, how long do you think it'll be? I said, 45 minutes to an hour. So she came up with a really clever way to hold me accountable to that without being like, hey, you need to end it. So she goes, so let's see. So she, th- this is when she was texting me. She goes, uh, I need you to pick up dinner at McAllister's. It will be ready in 10 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so think about what that does. It's like, well, it's not her fault, right? Oh, yeah. The dinner's ready. You said it was going to be at this point. So I thought that was really clever of her because it wasn't, hey, get your ass home. It was like, I'm going to hold you accountable by going ahead and ordering dinner because that's when you said, right? Yeah. She so yeah, really her and I have had some back and forth. I've bought a little time, but it does say leaving now. I need to know because I ordered dinner. Hey, you go ahead and say yes. I want to talk about the okay. most important thing here. Okay. And this is just kind of our first podcast back. Yeah. You know, letting y'all know the PP show is live. We got guests coming on. Our yes. next guest next week is going to be Empower Your Pelvis, Dr. Amanda. Amanda. I, don't, I you, forgot what her last name is. Chris's wife uh, goes to Is her, a currently a patient. Is a yeah. patient. And she is awesome. I cannot wait to meet her. Yeah, you got to follow her. It's Empower Her Pelvis, Empower Dot. Empower Your Pelvis. Empower Your Pelvis. And um, she works with a lot of, like, postpartum clients. Yeah. yeah. I mean, super. I mean, she's an expert. And but she even works with men. Really? Yeah, because, like, men's pelvic floors are destroyed a lot of times. Yeah. Like holding your bladder. We talked about this on yeah, the plane Yeah, like, like when you got to get ten toes down and there's that little ten muscle, toes. that little gooch muscle that releases. Yes. Like there's a there's a connection there to pelvic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because my because I can get my pelvis neutral just by gripping the ground with my feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barefoot training kind of ties into that. Yeah. But uh, go follow. We're going to have her on next week, hopefully before yeah. I leave for the wedding and honeymoon. Um, she has awesome content, too. Got to go does. follow her. Yeah, go follow her. Oh, okay. We got... F- Fresh media. Uh, yeah, um, let's talk about that relationship. Yes, I don't think people understand. Well, <sighs> that'll be what we'll end this. I with. think we're. I think that's our problem to solve. Because I, okay. I have a little trouble talking about it too, just because I want them to see it before I kind of explain the model of it. But is uh, it? Is it? And, and people are going to be like, "How the hell do you not know this?" Is it a sister company to us or? Is it, huh? You don't even know? Like when it comes down to the actual like legality model of it? Yeah. I don't think that's figured out yet. No. But honestly, you know what? You know what's amazing about that? Is yeah. the fact that the three of us would just go into something like that knowing that we could just figure that out later. Well, that, that's what we've done That's how much, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, basically, it's a company that Saul has created that we want to be a part of. It's an amazing company. And it's a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. Right. We see a lot of upside and future things we can accomplish with it. You're asking who produced this video of the podcast. It's Fresh Media. Saul's behind the camera. Um, there's just a lot that we do. We've posted some things about it, talking about it, but I promise you, here soon in the future, when you start seeing us pumping out this content, we'll make an episode really explaining the the vision behind it and what it really is. But go follow Fresh Media. Yeah, follow is Fresh. Is it the Fresh Media? Yeah. yeah, the dot fresh. Dot, yeah, D, the but dot. yeah, follow that because you're gonna want to start picking up on some of this MMA stuff that we're really excited to talk about. I can't wait to have our, I, yeah, one of our own fighters from the gym here, and then the man himself, which we haven't even confirmed he'll come on, but maybe maybe by having one of his fighters on, he'll hear it and be like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. Yeah, and I'm gonna strive most having guests on here, man, because like yeah. I just want to meet people. I love talking to people and. Yeah, I'm we've got at, we've got guys in the UFC training this gym, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to learn from them. I know oh, a lot of so listeners much. might want to get into the fight game. So I don't know, just you know, subscribe to the podcast on all platforms. 
Um, things we didn't cover, new discoveries and training. So like if you're a geek in sports formats like I am, me and Chris have done a lot of new things and learning about a lot. You're getting the new functional pattern cert. Well, you're done with your first phase. I mean like, yeah. and we're implementing a lot, experimenting, lots of cool things that I want to talk about um, that will make you a better athlete and just a more functional human being. So right. I've been geeking out about that. I do want to talk about MMA in the future, how it's been training these fighters and possibly some things that could happen in the future. Right. Um, yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to talk about. We can always talk forever. We'll keep yeah. it short and sweet so you don't get your fucking nuts uh, chopped off. Well, and this will also give me a better chance to perhaps be on the party bus after the reception. Yeah, and that's that's right? going to be priority right like We now. can't be digging holes yeah. so it was, deep it was that a I can't stretch. get out of them. Yeah, it was a stretch for us to get this podcast out before the wedding. And but we did it. We did it. We did it. There's just a lot going on, so I appreciate the... Uh, you know, commitment to stay loyal to me and Chris, PP Show, Amp, Fresh. Yes. And it's going to pay off, obviously. It is. So we'll see you next time, crew. Adios. Have a good life. <laughs> That's a funny one.